Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Getting a Watchmen TV series. A sequel to not the movie, but the comic book. That's too confusing for me. But it's also not a sequel to before Watchmen, the comic book series. Oh, you've actually cleared it up for me. Thank you. Okay. Appreciate Which is it. good or fine? I remember it being fine. Wow, imagine that. What a world. Yeah, right? I mean, it's you know, it's it's famously a comic book that was both considered impossible to follow up on mm-hmm. and impossible to adapt. Yes, you know, right. According to, you know, uh, creator Alan Moore. Yeah, right. And here we go. Uh, Alan, Zack, Snyder's, uh, Zack Snyder's Watchmen. Again, famously, Alan Moore had his name taken off the credits. Absolutely. You'll notice did. it's based on the graphic novel illustrated by Dave Gibbons. No mention of a writer anywhere. <laughs> no, that's it. I've actually got a short history of how this movie came to be. Oh, I'm ready to hear about it. First of all, if people could leave a like on this video, that'd be great. Leave a like. What do you got against it? Yeah. Do you like content? So do we. Leave a like. Hate myself. Anyway, Alan Moore. <laughs> so- <laughs> well, I like you. At least one person in the room does. Alan Moore sold the rights to the Watchmen in the 80s. This and also V for Vendetta, which I'd love yeah. to cover at one point as well. Mm-hmm. Also, once you do that, maybe you shouldn't complain so much because you sold it, didn't you? We should do a whole podcast episode <laughs> on it. I think the whole the whole situation's fascinating. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll get to it one day. But yeah, the nuts and bolts is Alan Moore did sell the rights to yes. Watchmen to DC. Uh, Terry Gillian in 1989 was trying to make it work, but he couldn't make it work. He suggested maybe a five-hour miniseries at the cost of $1 million per Page. That feels like something people could do now and are doing now, but in you know 1989, it's not going to happen. I remember when the Flash TV series was touted as being made for $1 million an episode and people were like, oh my God. Will it be good? And they went, oh. I mean, it might be, but also the star might become Dawson's dad <laughs> in a future TV series. <laughs> so that's series. good too, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, then the Flash again multiple times <laughs> that's in the right. future. Well, that's true, yeah. Uh, Michael Bay considered jumping on board in 2003. Okay. Great. Hot off the back of the island, no doubt. Mm. Or before that. It's not important. Post-Bad Boys, definitely. I was sold to Paramount in 2004. Paul Greengrass considered uh, doing a loose modern-day adaptation. He's the born identity guy, right? That's right. Just the first one, maybe? And Warner Brothers got it back. Uh, Darren Aronofsky wanted to do a modern-day update with the Vietnam War, changed to Iraq. Side note, mm? I was going to say Paul Greengrass's version. It's just the various characters in their CVs disappearing behind buses. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> There's nothing else. There's nothing else, yeah. Mm. Can we make this three hours? Yeah. Or yeah. a miniseries. But no, Warner Brothers got it back. 
Darren Aronofsky wanted to make a modern day update, which meant instead of Vietnam, it was Iraq because you know politics. Absolutely. I mean, it's PC gone mad. It's PC gone mad and ripped from the headlines. <laughs> That's true. Tim Burton was also interested with Johnny Depp being cast as the comedian, but he went on to make Sweeney Todd instead, which was. I saw some of it. I didn't like it. I did Carrot. not. I did not uh, like it. Uh, yeah. Got any Sween heads out there? <laughs> this is a good one. Sweenos, hit us up. Yeah. But like you said, though, it was considered unadaptable. That being said, for a movie that's now 10 years old, it's a pretty fair shot. I, I think say. so too, yeah. yeah. Mm. And I'm, I'm, you know, fairly regularly on Alan Moore's side with regards adaptations of his work. League of Extraordinary Gentlemen is a great comic book series and is completely unadaptable to film, as was proven by the yeah. film adaptation of that. Correct. But I think this is a pretty solid swing at yeah. this movie. I mean, there are some It's tweaks. not as good. <laughs> it's No, it's not as good. Yeah. That's true, yeah. It's visually very striking. Yeah, I agree. And there's some of the visual stuff that I think is changed for the worse, which we'll get to. But uh-huh. like you said, generally, there's some good stuff in there. And this. there's also some de-squidification, which a lot of people would believe is for the better. Yeah, well, at the time I was like, I get it, but now I'm like, Mr. Trick there. Bring the, bring the squid <laughs> in. <laughs> Put that giant squid in. We'll get to it. Do you know the first image of this, though? There was a test shot, one frame of Rorschach, which was in the 300 trailer. That was the first we saw of that. Remember people oh, used I to do that? I think maybe I heard about that, yeah. yeah. Do you remember the time Mel Gibson added himself to the Apocalypto trailer? I remember that. What an era. He's all, ah, and he's got a huge beard and like, crazy <laughs> hair, and it's like, well, that's actually quite terrifying. That's our Mel. I'm not going to see this movie now, and also because <laughs> Mel Gibson directed it. <laughs> I mean, we mentioned the way it looks, and it does look pretty spectacular. The budget for this was $120 million. It's an R-rated comic book movie from 2009, so it only made 185. It did not make its money back. I think it's gone on to do okay since then. Mm-hmm. But it seems a strange movie to be like $120 million on this seems like a good idea yeah, for an R-rated like, you know, and it, movie. You know, it is, it's a DC property, but it isn't yeah. Batman. Yeah. It's, if anything, you know, a lot of it is a parody of Batman. Mm. And I think a lot of that is reflected in the visuals. Like we've got, yeah. you know, you know, the second Night Owl looks an awful lot like, all the characters also kind of look like Joel Schumacher Batman well, yeah, characters. The, the nipples on Ozymandias are an intentional throwback to Batman yeah. and Robin. And I think the trailer has the, the Smashing Pumpkins song. Oh, the that same wasn't, song, yeah. No, it's, it's the opposite version. There's there's two versions of that song, and that Smashing Pumpkins oh, song. Oh, right, One okay. of the Batman The beginning movies, is the end is the beginning of the, the end. And the end is the beginning is the end, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, okay, well, that yeah, makes so sense. Yeah, so re- they had revert. There's a slow version and a fast version. And that, yeah. yeah, and if we're talking about Batman and Night Owl in particular, first of all, I love his ice costume that he wears. Yes. He's, got a, he's got a different snow costume. I love that. That. that is so Batman in the in the in the fifties. Absolutely, it is. I also love that clearly Zack Snyder was like, I'm in love with goggles, and everyone gets goggles mm. because Justice League Batman, of course, famously gets a pair of oh, goggles for goggles. no reason mm. as well. Ah, uh, there is a reason he looks super cool with them on. Oh, that's a really good point, actually. Yeah, but apparently also Zack Snyder was like, Do we have to make Night Owl like impotent? And overweight. Apparently Patrick Wilson gained like 25 pounds for this role. Mm. But he still looks pretty good. He still looks great. That's kind of the point of the character. Yeah. Like imagine this guy, he stopped being a superhero, but he was still cool and can get boners and had abs. Imagine. Yeah, exactly. you know well, I mean? And I think that is, you know, is taken and something that is that is has been taken away from the, the comic book and mm. that is, you know, a lot of people are critical of. And I can't cannot argue with that, is that they've gone, let's not make it real people who've decided to dress up in masks and fight crime. Let's make them superheroes like in the traditional Batman 
kind of mold mm. where they can somebody can survive being punched through a wall. Yeah, or, you they're know. just knocking granite off the wall. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which look, I sort of if if you wanna if you wanna logic your way through it, I'd be like, well, if you fought if you fought crime, if you went outside and you punched people all night for years, mm. there would be very little left of you. You yeah, know what I mean? You'd, you'd yeah. have you'd have like artificial hips and replacement knuckles yeah. or whatever. You probably could punch through a granite wall and not feel anything. Yeah. But I don't think that was Zack Snyder's intention. No. I think it was just like, oh my god, everybody in this universe can punch through a yeah. wall. Because I think they're definitely heightened comic book characters characters in this they're they're that little bit more enhanced i mean i think a lot of the action in this is really good like the alley fight for example Mm -hmm. but the prison riot in particular where they just kind of stroll through and kind of clean up you know Mm -hmm. all the all the prisoners in there i think this is some of Zack snyder's best action right in in, in Uh moments in here but it's definitely not like doesn't they don't feel like real people no, for sure, this, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, the bad guy's clearly Ozymandias. They do well, not. That, they do not bury that. That was my. That was my. That was my criticism at the time. It stands now, and I think that you know that's partially a function of Dave Gibbons' work. You know, his illustration at the time. Yeah. You know, uh, Ozymandias' character is sort of portrayed as a kindly. You know, he's a very beatific, nice man, and he sounds nice. He's jovial and having a good. You can time give about him whatever it. voice you want when you read the yes. comic book, and but in this one. I watched this with a friend of mine at the time in the cinema, and I think there was like a scene change. Ozymandias was in the scene, yeah. and it changed over. And in the transition, my friend leaned over and went, bum, bum, bum. <laughs> like there was never any, even for no. the completely uninitiated to this yeah. movie, you're like, well, that's definitely the bad guy. And you look at the build of the guy who kills the comedian. Yeah. It's clearly the same guy. There's actually a moment, mm. it's at uh, 3 minutes 43. Oh, yes. On one of the cuts, whatever oh, yeah, cut right. we watch, we'll talk about that. If you that. go to 343 <laughs> and it's not there, you're just in the wrong cut. So <laughs> right, exactly. try a different cut. You see his face. Yeah, right. I mean, it's a stuntman, uh-huh. which I guess kind of throws you off, but that yeah. doesn't help either way. But yeah. And even things like... Actually, I do like this touch that when he's talking publicly and he's talking to the press, he uses an American accent. But because he has German origin, yep. when he's private, he speaks with a slight German accent. I and I like like little tweaks like that. What yeah. I think the the issue was, Zack Snyder was like, well, if you make a movie with a superhero in it, you need a bad guy and you need a bad guy quick. Yeah. Because Matthew Good, who plays Ozymandias, I've seen him in other things and he's perfectly capable of portraying a very nice man. Yeah. And I'm sure he'd be capable of playing uh, an evil man who is, you know, appearing as a nice man, but they clearly gave him the direction. Be sinister. Yeah. Be weird and sinister in German. <laughs> That's right, yeah. Uh, so I like the opening credits of this where it gives you that alternate version of history. You know, with Bob Dylan. That's in the great. Yeah, there's no ambiguity concerning did the comedian kill JFK? He definitely did. It, well, or he was about, the... or maybe he was about to, and then somebody else did. He's <laughs> like, oh man. Well, good ads, I guess. I guess I could claim this or not claim it as required. <laughs> well, in the comic, I believe the original, it's hinted at. Yes, it but is. But then in Before Watchmen, he was the friend of JFK, and he's actually very surprised. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's like, what a oh. Yeah. Never heard of such a thing. There's also a moment in the introduction where... I guess it depends on which one you would prefer. Yeah, exactly. Which one, how would you prefer JFK would die? <laughs> That's a very good James? question. I'd have to think about it, but gruesomely. Yeah, absolutely. If, if you could, yeah. Mm-hmm. Also in the in the intro, you see Night Owl stop a mugger out the front of a cinema, the original Night Owl, and that's supposed to be Bruce Wayne's parents. Yes. So they kind uh-huh. of divert mm-hmm. that happening, which is interesting. You also see, and this is... Mm. I, I wonder if this is just parallel thought or, or it's... Uh, deliberate homage in the comic book and in the movie we see dollar bill who is uh dollar like, bills y'all they, exactly he's a he's a, a olympics limp biscuit album and also he's uh he's the bank's mascot who decides to start fighting crime on his own right. and he is killed when his cape gets caught in a door yes and then he's shot and i'm wondering in the incredibles which it came must out be, right 2004 yeah yeah right right, right. Mm. 
Because yeah, is is that why Edna, is that why Edna Mode is like no no capes because that gets you into trouble because yeah. of Watchmen the comic book back in the day. I yeah, wonder. I think so. I think that's mm. probably a callback. Yeah, Jackie Earl Haley in this is terrifying and great. Oh for sure, what yeah. a good mm-hmm. version of Rorschach, unbeatable. And I love that mask. Also, well, not but he gets beaten. <laughs> he explodes, I believe. At the you end. mean he's. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June. Olive in June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Acting's unbeatable. Unbeatable, Mason. Mm-hmm. Not physically. He no. explodes. But th- I like the way they represented the mask. It's obviously CGI. You can actually buy masks that kind of do that similar thing now where you breathe in them and they, and they right. come out and change. Couldn't have whatever. done it back in the 80s, no, though, could they? De- definitely not. But no, I think, and that definitely adds to this is more comic book world than the original Watchmen because the thing about the original Watchmen is the only otherworldly element is Dr. Manhattan. That's yeah. it. Well, there's there's some hints. There's some hits. There's, sure. uh, there's, uh, there's the idea that there might be some psychics out there, I think. Okay, right. But other than that, Nothing yeah, overtly right. like... No, nothing yeah. exactly, yeah. Mm. It's mostly normal people doing normal stuff. Yeah. And I mean, when they say psychics, they also might mean people like laying out tarot cards yeah, in right, a shopping okay, mall or yeah. something. It's never really... Well, you say normal people doing normal stuff. How well do you think the bullet catch translates to live action? Oh. Because that's a big part of the comic where he yeah. says that maybe I can catch a bullet. Yeah. And then at the end... He does, and his hand's kind of covered in blood, and it's implied sort of that, because he doesn't seem to be 
he's not his hands not really padded in the comic at least. Yeah, right. He just hits it at a particular angle where he's able to kind of hold yeah, or kind of yeah, fall yeah. into it and catch. Sort it. of a mind over matter situation. Yeah. And it seems it's like, you know, it seems like very much in the comic book, like it's kind of down to the wire. Like he even he is amazed that it, that happened. Yeah. And in this it's kind of just like ding. Ding. Yeah, well that's true, yeah. It got, it's got stuck in his leather glove, all right? Yeah. yeah. Mm. I'm not sure I'm sold on the Dr. Manhattan effect. Like, it looks good. Oh, yes. But I think it's too glowy. And what they did, they put Billy Crud up in, like, a glowy suit so the light would reflect on everybody. And I think that, that works oh, well I to see. make him feel like he's right, really right, in the right. scene. Uh-huh. But I they think wrapped him in Christmas lights. Pretty much. That's yeah. essentially what they did. But I think could have maybe dulled it down a bit where he's just, like, blue with a slight, like, a faint okay, kind of... Right. Do you think that... Is that just me, maybe? Oh, uh, I don't think Zack Snyder... Uh, Zack Snyder's not into subtlety, all right? Yeah, that's true. What I did think was interesting about that character, though, is his backstory is told really well, for one. Mm -hmm. But also, they kept his human voice. And the reason they did that was because... He wanted to re- relate more to humanity. And you see that, and that's a big part of the comic as well. Where Probably could have not been blue then. Yeah, and also... Because he can not be blue if he doesn't true. want to. And also put your dong away, mate, yeah, obviously. exactly, yeah. Yeah, but that was an element of, well, he can speak however he wants, but, you yeah, know, right, uh-huh. but I'm going to use my, my regular human voice. No, I will not put my dong away <laughs> in this supermarket. Do you want to talk about the uh, the squid? Yes, of course so, I do. Do you want to explain the comic book ending? So in the comic book, uh, spoilers for Watchmen, yes. Ozymandias' plan is to unite the Soviet Union and the United States by suggesting to them that there is a alien threat somewhere out in space. And they've or sent... another dimension. Yeah, or... another dimension. And they've sent some sort of scout mm. or some sort of probe into onto our planet. And that probe is a giant squid monster, yes. a giant alien squid monster, which... Ozymandias has built in a lab mm. and then killed everybody involved with the creation of it. So no one, he's yeah. the only one who knows that he's truly behind it. But in the movie, he's like, I'm just going to blow up New York and say Dr. It's Manhattan. It's like New York and London and yeah, probably right, right. Sydney. I yeah, absolutely. <laughs> did you see not? anyone cheering in front of the opera house? Yeah. They did the great, the greatest hits of destructing cities yes. around the world. Yeah, I, I can see why they did it because I think it kind of it still works. Yeah. I feel, but I think it's it's weird that they went well that otherworldly element we're not going to incorporate, but we'll do the bullet catch and the and the moving mask and the big glowing man or whatever. Yeah, right, but uh-huh. we're not we're taking the squid mm. out. Yeah, I think. If Zack Snyder had his way, he would have changed a lot of... I think if Zack Snyder had his way, he would have changed a lot more than just the squid. You're probably right, I think, yeah. And I think maybe that's why this movie, to me at least, is one of his strongest offerings. It's because he couldn't have changed much without, without the entire house of cards kind of collapsing. I'm surprised how faithful it is. Mm. I guess I think, though, coming off the back of 300, he would have been like, and and the studio would have been like, well, that works. If you just take the core elements Mm -hmm. of that and adapt it exactly, Mm -hmm. then you're going to be primo, goodo, slow-mo, speed up. (laughs) Make that happen if you could. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. I've got some notes here on the original draft from 1989 by Sam Hamm. Oh, I know Sam Hamm. You know Sam Not personally, Hamm? but he did a, I think he did a lot of uh, novelizations of movies back in the day. I oh, think he did the good. Batman 1989 novelization. Well, I hope he did. Because if too. not, you're going to look like a right fool. I know. Uh, so this is a vastly different version than what we got in the in the final film. It's well, it's twenty years prior. But uh, Veidt's plan to change the world was to travel back in time and assassinate. John Osterman via sniper rifle before he becomes Dr. Manhattan. Okay. But Dr. Manhattan subsequently kills Vite instead of letting him live. Another change is Dr. Manhattan subsequently kills Vite instead of letting him live. So at the end he's like, did I do the right thing? And he's like, I don't know, man. Then this is like, you've been exploded by me. That's right. Yeah. (laughs) 
this is uh, signifying my disapproval of what you've done. <laughs> I've blown you up. Additionally, in the ending, Dr. Manhattan destroys himself in the past before John is transformed into Dr. Manhattan, causing a rift in space and time. You'll love this. Then Laurie, Dan, and Rorschach are sucked into an alternate dimension and discover a world where they are characters in a hit comic book serial and decide to pick up crime fighting again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, they are so meta. And they'd have their own crime fighting serial, too. Definitely they Watch would. Watch <laughs> Side note, Sam Hamm co-wrote the screenplay for Tim Burton's Batman and the story for Batman Returns. There you go. But not the novel. Not very good Who movies. did the novel? <laughs> Who did do the novel? Don't know. I bet it was bloody... Uh, Alan Dean Foster? Yeah, I was going to say. It's Alan, Alan Dean Foster. Foster yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In a different draft, though, by David Hayter, uh, Dan and Laurie still spend the night at Karnak after Vite assassinates the leaders of almost every country. However, Laurie wakes up later and then gets seriously drunk on champagne, possibly because of the loss of John and Rorschach. She then discovers that Dan is fighting with Vite, which ends with Dan killing Vite with a boomerang. <laughs> Uh-huh. So that's a good version too, isn't it? And then we'd, then we'd absolutely have some cheering in front of the Sydney Opera House, wouldn't we? <laughs> He's bloody got him, He's hasn't got he? Him, mate. So there are multiple releases of this. Which mm. one do you watch? Do you watch the cinema release? Do you watch the director's cut? Do you watch the ultimate cut, which is the one with the Black Freighter animation with Jerry Butler? Put into it. Well, obviously, you watch the one with Jerry Butler. Well, apparently, Zack Snyder's like, don't watch the Jerry Butler one because we couldn't really find a way to make it work. So we made it, but. It doesn't it's, work. It's just on the DVD okay. Okay. separately, yeah. But also, do you trust Zack Snyder's opinion? I mean, it's his version, I so, guess so that's sure, true. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, I watched it independently, mm-hmm. and it, it yeah, definitely works as a standalone thing. I think when you weave it in and out of the graphic novel, yeah. it definitely would flow better than animation. Yeah, just, exactly. Because yeah, exactly. if you didn't know what was going, and be like, yeah. what is this? Exactly, and especially from that kind of hyper-real, like, colour-soaked reality to sort of flat comic book animation, that is that is quite jarring. Yeah, yeah. that's a big deal. Mm. Yeah. i got a couple of bits of trivia to wrap things up, I'm if ready. you don't mind, Mason. Please do. Okay, so we talked about Alan Moore. He was like, I hate people making things that I made, making mm. different things. Yeah, so Only I can take things that were created from other, by other people <laughs> and adapt them into other works. Only I can do that. <laughs> I'm a wizard and I live in a cave. But carry on. Uh, Zack Snyder was quoted as saying, worst case scenario, Alan puts on his DVD player on a cold Sunday in London and watches and says, yeah, that doesn't suck too bad. Alan Moore commented back saying, though, that's worst case scenario. I think he underestimates what the worst case scenario would be. That's never going to happen in my DVD player. I'm never going to watch this fucking thing. <laughs> so also, he doesn't own a DVD player. He owns like some sort of magic lantern situation. Yeah. You know? And a wicker basket filled with different herbs. <laughs> that's exactly right. <laughs> yeah. But reportedly, though, on another occasion, a better tempered Moore said, that's probably a good movie in its own right, but he's indifferent to movies based on his own work. Mm. And if you thought that bit of trivia was amazing, how about this? Is from, this one more or less amazing? <laughs> it's more amazing. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, this is from IMDb. Snoop Dogg admitted on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, episode 4.9 in 2009, that he fell asleep during this movie. Wow. <laughs> Can you imagine? I can't imagine, but also what context? Was it uh, in the cinema? Was it on a plane? Was it while recording a rap video? These are <laughs> all knows? good questions. Isn't it, though? Tweet at Snoop Dogg. At if what point did he, did he fall asleep? But, yeah, that's been The Watchmen uh, 2009. I think it's... It's 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 got merit. I think so too. Yeah. yeah, and you definitely have to separate it from the comic book material because if you kind of compare them too closely, it's not as good, is it? No. Yeah. Take some time. Don't don't shotgun the graphic novel and then yeah. then go straight to the movie. We haven't seen any of the new show as of yet, but I feel like 
setting that decades after the graphic novel is a good way to continue the series instead of trying to adapt it again. Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Then again, it might be bad regardless. We just don't know. We just don't know. Yeah. I mean, you know, they've uh, they've the, the dam is broken on successes to Watchmen. And you can never put a fish back in a dam, as the saying goes. Yep. Is that, that what right? happens at the end of Doomsday Clock? Yeah, man. You couldn't get that fish back in the dam. My goodness. Yeah. Anyway, this has been Caravan of Garbage, but we also have a show called The Weekly Planet, a podcast where we talk movies and comics and TV shows that comes out every Monday morning. You want to come along? You can. It's free. Check it out if you want. You don't Join have to. the party. That's Join what we say. That's what we always say. There's no party. There's never been one and there never will be. But also, if you want to... <laughs> but also, if you want us to look at something else for Caravan of Garbage, you've got a suggestion. We'll look at it. I've got some Alan Moore stuff here that we could look at. I'm what about excited this? to hear about it. V for Vendetta. Yep. From Hell. Mm-hmm. Alex G. Alex G. There we go. <laughs> Constantine. That movie is a lot of that's based on solid. his work. Yep. The Killing Joke, the animated one. Oh, all right, all right. Where Batman has sex with Batwoman. It's weird. It's a weird movie. I reckon yeah. I reckon Alex G. Give us a suggestion. But we'll Please probably do. just do Alex G, all right? Yeah, that's right. Uh-huh. <laughs> We've got our hearts set on it. We're doing it. Uh, anyway, I'm at Mr. Sunday Movies on Twitter. I'm at Wikipedia Brown on Twitter. Have a good time, everybody. Grab it out, Jimmy, guys. We'll see you next week. Also, it's Batgirl. You're going to get letters. I want the letters. I welcome them. Look, who made the bigger mistake in that scenario? Me saying Batgirl instead of Batwoman? Mm-hmm. Or the people who wrote that into that movie? Good question. Or Batgirl boned in Batman. I mean... <laughs> Guys, guys got issues. <laughs> so problems, does, you know? Yeah. <laughs> this podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.